0: Welcome back to Let's Talk with Patricia B. I'm your host, Patricia. And I hope that you had a wonderful Valentine's Day, whether you are single or not. Um, Today is Tuesday, so we're going to do our Red Flag Tuesday segment. And we're going to talk about red flags that we may be emitting that is pushing people away so you may find that you find somebody really nice and you connect and you get along but they are a little bit uncertain and then they walk away or they may put you in the friend zone and just leave you there and why is that? And sometimes it's because of the red flags that we have and that we are not even conscious of. A lot of these red flags are very prevalent with people who have suffered childhood trauma. And so if you are a survivor of childhood trauma, uh, these could be a little bit triggering, especially when I go into explaining what they mean. Um, So, hopefully, you'll be able to listen to this in a safe environment. So, let's get into the podcast. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever um, watched movies with uh, a child who has been in foster care or who has been abused and... You've always wondered, or you may have wondered, because I don't want to. I don't want to tell you what to wonder. <laughs> um, you may have wondered why does the child go back to the abuser? You know, um, either the parent may have hurt the child, and the child keeps on going to the parent for affection and love, and recognition and sometimes that kind of pattern follows us as we grow older and that leads us to choose to be in relationships with people that are not safe so people that are going to hurt us and um, demean us but We keep on choosing to go back to those people and that is because that is all that we know. We are basically just living in the environment or atmosphere that our parents may have created for us and so we seek out those environments with other adults when we grow old enough to be in a relationships and that is because familiar, familiar familiarity I, I can never say this word I don't know why I'm just gonna say because English is my second language <laughs> so um, this type of um, abusive atmosphere uh, breeds familiar familiar, familiarity in us and so that's what we keep on seeking for even when we grow older and we feel like we should know better um and and there's a lot of complexities into this but it's also because we don't understand that this is the programming that we've had uh as children we are like sponges Whatever we see, whatever we hear, we listen to it and we just uh, save it in our hard drive and we believe this is the way of life. And unfortunately, if we have grown up in an atmosphere that had a lot of anxiety and uncertainty that's what we believe that life is and love is like and family life should be like and that's what we are going to recreate if we've grown up in an atmosphere that is secure then that's what we're going to believe that life is like and that's what we are going to recreate when it's time to fall in love and and get married and have our own family but when we have grown up in an atmosphere that is uh um, not healthy, uh, that is abusive, we start to believe, and this is unknowingly, we start to believe that we need to pay a price to be in a relationship. Because when we were younger, we needed to pay a price to receive love or affection from our parents or our caregivers so I'm going to share with you six red flags that we may be emitting and these are the prices that we believe we need to pay in order to be in a relationship now one thing I have to let you know is that anybody that is healthy if we decide that we're going to pay a price to be in a relationship with a healthy person it's never going to work because a healthy person does not believe they need to pay a price to be in a relationship and so they will not accept this price but somebody who is unhealthy somebody who is a manipulator or a controlling person when they see that we are subconsciously paying prices to be in a relationship oh they will love that and they are going to go on a field day and keep us around so let's get into these red flags so the first one is loss of boundaries and this happens when we we meet somebody that we really like and and we say oh my goodness I, I i really like this person we have so much in common and i think if we get into a relationship it's it's going to be the best and so the first thing that we do is that we just we just let go of our boundaries um every single of our boundaries we let it go because we believe that for this person we don't need boundaries a boundary is going to push them away whereas boundaries are really healthy it protects us and lets the other person know that we give ourselves value and they are going to value us according to the value that we give ourselves number two absence of mutuality and This is when we like a person, the other person may not feel that way and because they do not feel that way, we decide, you know what, I'm going to do everything I can to make this person like me and so we can be in a relationship and this is reenacting basically what what a childhood is when a child is under uh, in a healthy um, household because the parent um, whether consciously or unconsciously is not being a good parent is not showing love and affection and not taking care of their child their child seeks to matter to the parent and so they will do Anything in their power just for the parent to see them and hear them and recognize them and give them love. And so that is why a lot of times um, people run after uh, those that are not really showing any interest uh, because lack of mutuality seems to be attractive. Number three is expecting others to be perfect in order to relate to us so this is where we have rules that we need others to observe in order to feel safe or in order to feel like "Hmm, you know what this person is worthy of my time if they can follow my rules then they can be in my life number Four, having your opinions and desires made invisible. Now, this is really hard because it just means that whatever your opinions are, whatever your desires are, the other person is going to invalidate them and not even want to hear them, not even want to recognize them because they are the prize there are it and so basically uh you will have to kind of bury who you really are in order to be with this person because it's like you don't matter you're just like their shadow Um, number five is fusion now when i learned about this i was i was really uh taken aback Um, because essentially what fusion is is the worse a person treats us is the more that we make ourselves available to them and we do it at such an extent that we don't even see ourselves as as an equal we put ourselves in the position of either a servant or slave and we just do whatever they want, whatever they need, hoping that in doing that they are going to reciprocate and love us and desire us. It's it's very. Um, this can be very subtle, and um, it really doesn't amount to anything. This is a, a way that we really lose who we are. Number six, being betrayed or accepting betrayal in an exchange for attachment. And this is, for example, if a person um, betrays you, uh, whatever the betrayal may be, maybe it's a person that has cheated on you and you think to yourself, that's fine, that's okay, I can live with that because I love this person and I want them in my life and they just keep on doing that or another sort of betrayal could be a person that you share the secret with and they share that secret with somebody else and you still keep them around so meaning whatever betrayal this person is going to do you are going to keep them in your life. You're not going to walk away, although it hurts because the idea of walking away from them hurts more than what they've done. So these are the six red flags that we need to look at for in ourselves, especially if we've experienced a childhood trauma, Or we've experienced trauma in different relationships and we've never really healed from them because we believe that in order to be in a relationship this is what we need to do and I'm gonna add the seventh one I was gonna do six but I'm gonna add the seventh one and the seventh one is being sexually available now I know we are in the 21st century, and yes, people don't need to get married to have sex, um, but being sexually available means that even if you believe that you do not want to have sex before marriage, if a person wants to have sex, you are going to let go of your desire to wait in order to have sex with that person so that they can... Uh, remain in a relationship with you and um, it's again it's just letting yourself go but what I'd like you to know is that a man can wait yeah a man if he really uh, respects you and desires you and wants you in his life he will wait He will not need to um, encourage you or force you. And when I say force, I mean, you know, keep on harassing you or even tell you, if you don't have sex with me, then that's it. Uh, A relationship is over. A man doesn't need to do that in order to be in a relationship with you. If they do that, then they can walk away but if your desire is to wait until marriage to have sex then that is your desire and you can honor that right and so i wanted to share these with you so maybe you can look into uh any of the seven prices that i've talked about or red flags and um and see if um if any of those are, are any or all of them are in your life. And one way that you can, um, address them is of course, accepting that they are there. And then second, um, trying to find, uh, help to, uh, to let them go and to, especially to get healing, um, in order to let them go and to build healthy, um, healthy strategies for dating and one of the ways is definitely going through counseling um, in order to deal with those issues and especially if they started in in childhood and you know what no matter what the past uh, no matter what's happened in the past we don't we don't have to recreate that in in the present or in the future it's like, uh, <laughs> the scene that comes to my mind is uh, the Lion King when Simba had run away from the tribe, because he was running away from the past. And then the monkey finds him. I cannot remember his name for the life of me. And he hits him on his head. And and then the monkey says, oh, it's in the past. <laughs> I know the scene is a little bit more elaborate than that. Um, But yeah, just to to let you know, yes, um, the past was painful. And it has changed the way that uh, you view life. It has changed your characteristics. And maybe you're not even aware of it. And maybe you're not even aware of the red flags that you're emitting or the prices that you think you need to pay to be in a relationship. But these can stop as of today. And you can learn healthier ways to have relationships. Now, there's a book I'm going to share with you. It is called, and this is where I got these um, seven uh, prices uh, that we pay for relationships um, that I, I found them in. And it's called Not the Price of Admission, Healthy Relationships After Childhood Trauma, And it is written by Laura S. Brown. It's a very, very good book. If you have suffered childhood trauma, I would caution you to read this book uh, slowly and especially in a safe, safe space. Thank you for joining me tonight. And as always, I hope that this has encouraged you and it has helped you. And I shall see you soon. Bye.